Wow, we're doing it. Episode two, Julie's Journal. Couldn't have done it without you guys. I do have to say this whole thing is like really humiliating and not really sure why I'm doing it. Maybe just to have an excuse to talk to my friends. On today's episode, we have Darren Hanlon, the nearly forgotten Australian folk singer songwriter. Um, You may have heard of him. You may not have heard of him. It's more likely. We chatted about how we first met on tour with Courtney Barnett in 2015. I want to apologize. My energy on this podcast was a little bit low. Or maybe not. That's just the impression that Darren gave me. He said that he felt like the host. I was just trying to let him shine, you know, take a step back. Um, But, you know, perhaps I could have engaged a little more. I'm always open to constructive criticism. Anyways, I still think it's a great app. So um, please enjoy. I didn't get um, the memo about looking good. <laughs> what are those glasses? I need them now. I can't. Wouldn't be able to see you without them. Um. Do you like them? I've got other ones too. I didn't I shave. I don't know about the sh- shape of them, honestly. Okay, I'll try the other ones. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> Do you like them? Um, they're pretty similar. <laughs> I'm going to say those ones are like slightly better. Okay. Well, um, can I remind you that this is a podcast? Yeah. I was yeah, just thinking people. maybe we could have some promo material, you know, but okay. we'll see. Yeah. Um, I'm just hoping that the audio is recording. On your end? Yeah. Cause it did. It's wanna... something like, oh, audio will not record or something. I don't know. Anyway, God, I. We can just do it again if it doesn't work. Crazy, I yeah. We'll just. <laughs> That's amazing that you've got such a um, pro setup there. Um, yeah. Well, this is what, how I record my vocals. So your voice pretty, it sounds so warm. Does it? Yeah, yeah. it's a nice mic. Uh, Stell, I think it's like a Stellar X Two, Stella. I don't know. It's only two hundred dollars, but it's great. Such a gearhead. I know. I'm such a gearhead. It's really hot here. Yeah, I can tell you're wearing a tank. A tank. It's <laughs> it's um thirty nine uh, degrees today. Um. What's can you convert that or? Yeah, I can. Um, <laughs> thirty nine Celsius. Fahrenheit. That's 102. 102 in your language. Oh, jeez. Yeah. That's a lot. It's really humid. Um, but okay. does your hair go frizzy in humidity? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you would not like this right Mm-mm. now. Mm-mm, no. Look like Shirley Temple. Your, your hair is looking nice and fluffy, though. 
Yeah, I watched it. <laughs> it's really getting long. I know. I know. Uh, yeah. It's wow. Like, yeah, I'm like shocked. Weird. I just haven't seen you in a while. It's um, Shocking. it's grey here at the front, and it's not grey at the back. It's so weird. It's nice highlights. It's Sil- like two tones. Silver fox. Like, like top deck chocolate. Do you Wait, have that over there? No, I'm not familiar. Oh, uh, it's, you know, it's uh, like milk chocolate on the bottom. Well, like chocolate chocolate on the bottom and then milk, like white milk chocolate on the top. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm picturing it. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I just feel a little bit discombobulated because you sprang this on me I w- an hour early. I was just <laughs> settling in and reading um, some journal entries that I was going to read aloud and yeah I'm just you know I'm not prepared I feel like I was Ooh. I thought that we were gonna meet at four so just can I, can I drink tea on this podcast mm, yeah but just try not to make mouth noises <laughs> no slurping well yeah Queensland where I'm at Queensland is an hour uh behind the rest of the country so I would would have thought your management team would have been able to work that out. Yeah. Um, you know how America's on a bunch of different, you know, um, time zones? I know. I thought that Australia was just the same. Or I don't remember how we landed on 4 o'clock, but I think that that was the time that you gave me. I don't I don't know. Really? Mm. Yeah. I think – or Elena, Alana. Elena, yeah. Elena. She's been <laughs> sick. She's had about 18 COVID tests so far. She's like a hypochondriac. Um, <laughs> It's, it's just Poor a gal. Little, little sniffle. Yeah, she didn't respond to my email about um, this nah, interview, so it seems like she's today. pretty busy. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I was just reading. Um, well, first, I guess we should introduce you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, welcome to Julie's Journal, episode Thank two. You. Uh, I've oh, got. It's only episode two. Yeah. How popular is it so far? I well, I haven't released it yet. I'm gonna accumulate oh. a few before I release well, it, so just so I can get a vibe. Good, good exposure. Oh, it'll right. be really good exposure okay. once it's okay. out. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Here I am with Darren Hanlon, a uh, singer songwriter from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was the description that that guy gave you on Instagram? Uh, something like, oh, completely forgotten folk singer or something. It was like. Almost nearly forgotten. Yeah, nearly forgotten. <laughs> yeah, something like that. It was all about people's memories and me. Yeah, my career. Mm. Well, this podcast will this, give you some exposure, so I'm gonna you go won't be forgotten galactic. Anymore. Gonna go galactic after galactic. this. Galactic, yeah, like Not universal. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Very exciting. Um, I just can't. I just. How do you know if it's recording? Whatever. I. I think it'll be funny if it doesn't record. We'll just have to do the same thing. But you know what? I was okay. So maybe we should just go over how we met. Or yeah, I mean. I guess we should give context because because being someone that's completely forgotten, 
we made yeah sure we i also think people maybe would be a little bit confused as to like how why we, we would associate with one another and like yeah well there are people <laughs> we have mutual friends that are really perplexed by our friendship um and say that we're quite a an odd couple you know yeah as, as a fr- little little friend yeah, we're possibly. a dynamic duo yeah dynamic duo 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 well this is this is where kind of our the the foundry in which our our friendship was forged is all about (laughs) you ridiculing me about my accent and speech patterns and things like that that's how it i think you became a little just it, it, it piqued your interest that someone spoke like like me from Queens. You're probably the first Queenslander you'd met. You'd met a lot of Melbourne. Mm. You'd met a lot of Melbourne people who, you know, speak quite proper. Mm. And, I, um, I definitely had a camp counselor who was from Queensland okay. growing up, but yeah, it, it had been a while and mm-hmm. your accent is definitely shocking. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a little bit stronger than I'm used to. It took a while gotten... for me to be able to understand what you were saying. When I listened to, um, old recordings of me before I'd actually left Gimpy in the first place. I can barely understand me. Wow. It's, it's rounded off. It really has since going <laughs> to Melbourne. So this is nothing. But now that you're back in Gimpy, would you say that your um, accent is getting heavier? Because I would. Well, I think that um, when you back around your parents and your family, you do slip back into those, those old speech patterns. My parents say off instead of off. I'll go rack off, rack off. Yeah, that and so I good. start doing that. And also, my dad is a real loud talker on the phone. Mm. <laughs> and so when I'm here, uh, people have commented, "Are you actually? Is your hearing okay? Because you're really screaming into that phone." <laughs> I feel That's like my funny. mom does the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> like it's probably- like if. If she's having trouble hearing, then she thinks that she has to, like, scream. <laughs> I don't know. You probably have that same thing when you go back to Palo Alto. Your valley, like, kind of California girl thing probably comes out more, right? Uh, oh, I don't know. God. I would say, like, <laughs> I don't have an accent. You definitely do. I think the but accent I in L.A. Think- is stronger, though. I don't think your parents have a stronger accent that, uh, as you do. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, your mum's got a very pleasant kind of just American, just, yeah. American I don't know. My mom pronounces voice. some words, like, in a weird way, and I've had to, like, retrain myself to not pronounce them that way. Like what? Like, I feel like she says, like, kid kittens or something <laughs> <laughs> instead of, like, kittens. <laughs> it's one thing i don't oh, know occasionally like day. people will make fun of me for I, i'm trying to think of what else but yeah my mom's constantly pronouncing things wrong my mom says retro she goes oh that shop's very retro sounds like a dog <laughs> retro, <laughs> retro. Mm. i thought you meant like like a retro <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh. No. laughs> that's funny oh that dress is very retro <laughs> Is like, does she just not see the T in there? Or it's she's like know. retro. Well, it's one of those things. Retro. Probably you've seen it written, 
and you've never heard anyone mm. actually say it. Yep, I don't think you... there's many people getting around saying, oh, retro chic. Up in <laughs> so she, um, yeah, she probably retro... just had a stab at it. And I've got my auntie says ecstasy tablets. Like instead of ecstasy? Yeah. She says, oh, it's a problem with the What was the context of her I think it was a schoolies ecstasy. week uh, news bulletin. Do you have that there, schoolies week? Mm-mm. It's a big issue here. It's, it's like, um, well, it's, yeah, end of year 12 in high school. Parents allow ch- their, their kids to go on a one-week vacation with their peers and um, they just go crazy. They just get, they go to the Sunshine Coast, they go to the Gold Coast and they just take oh, over. That the, sounds the, fun. It's really fun. But um yeah, there's lots of there's always a news bulletin every year about how wasted these kids are, and I think my auntie said, "Oh, it's just it's bad with it's getting bad with the kids today in those ecstasy tablets." <laughs> oh, I love that. It reminds me of Summer Heights High. <clears throat> um, yeah. So another thing we bonded over, Summer Heights High. That's true. One of our first bonding experiences. Yeah. Yeah, so we met on tour with Courtney Barnett in 2015. And before you called me, I was just looking, I was trying to find the first trace of you in my journal because I thought, that's fun. The first mention of Darren in my journal. And I found it. Oh, wow. And I don't know when, I think, okay, let's see. The tour started maybe end of May. I think we played some shows in boston and new york right but i looked at the dates the other day and in reality there wasn't that many but in, yeah. in my mind it feels like an epic an i epic know because we all did little dates in between and um but it feels much bigger than it actually was i mean yeah yeah in that sense then we did all become fast friends yeah well should we tell <laughs> before you read the diary the day we met was in Boston, which was the first gig. Yeah. And I do have uh, a diary entry from that day, but you're not mentioned in it. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think we talked that much at that show. I think we probably I talked with Annie a lot at that show. Mm. Was your first impression of me? Well, you guys as as a group, I just thought, oh, this is trouble. Um, I walked. I walked past your dressing room in um, Boston, and you were all just giggling, and it just sounded like an in joke. And I thought, are they laughing at me? Is this? <laughs> I you, you guys all laugh a lot. Like when you're together, there's a I lot know. of laughter. And, so giggly. And it's, it's, it's not too often much. Um, obvious what you're laughing at. So yeah, because, probably know, half of it is nervous laughter. Well, it seems like you're having lots of fun and it seems, you know, because you've all spent so much time together, you've just, you've just built up this, it's like going on school camp probably. School camp? Yeah. Did you, you didn't have school camp? Is that like summer camp? Well, no, when a the field whole trip. Class, yeah. Oh. Sounded like, it sounds like a Wes Anderson film or something, but no. <laughs> did you ever go away? With your class? Okay. Like a field trip is what you would call that. Okay. Mm. 
School camp. Great point. School camp. But you guys don't have summer camp, right? Uh, we don't call it that. We do camp out in summer here. Oh, camp out. Yeah. Um, all right. Anyway. Well, anyways, so I don't know if this journal entry is particularly inter- interesting. Particularly <laughs> interesting. I'm keen to hear it. Um, okay, June 10th, 2015, Wednesday. Oh my god. Spelled G-A-A-H-H-D. Oh my god. Last night was maybe the best night of tour yet. We played in Atlanta and then afterwards we all ended up crashing in Courtney's room for the second time. The hotel they were staying in had a pool on a balcony and we all ended up swimming in it for like three hours. That is the most fun I've ever had in a pool. (laughs) Everyone was there. Dylan and Hook, Darren and Courtney's whole band. We played Marco Polo, Chicken, every pool game imaginable. Then Darren and Chastity Bell all crashed in Courtney's room. Poor Courtney. I just feel like, God. (laughs) We just just like imposing on her. It's like this sold out like debut tour. She's probably pretty stressed. And we're like, hey, so can we crash with you? (laughs) She's such an angel. So nice. I don't know how that, how did that start? Us sleeping in her room, people on floors. I think that we just were like, oh, we don't have anywhere to stay. (laughs) And they all had like their own hotel room. So I don't know. Maybe Atlanta was the first one. No, because we, LA, I think. Well, first it was, oh, you mean the first time that we stayed with. Yeah. I think Austin was the first. Austin. Okay. Because I, I mean, according to my journal, this was the second time or i don't know okay um yeah blah 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 blah. just this has really been the best tour we all get along so well and that's (sighs) it that's it i mean there's more it's just like it's kind of boring okay uh i couldn't oh i'm talking about new orleans i said i couldn't stop speaking in a horrible australian accent i'm sure it was super annoying darren says he'll make us a tape for the car what does that mean Oh, maybe of me speaking to get. To oh, yeah. That's probably, yeah, like how to learn the Australian accent. All right. And we need to just rewind <laughs> a little bit here. So slightly offended that it took to Atlanta for you to, to raise. Okay. But of me in your diary. I know, but I didn't really have that many entries between um, Boston and Atlanta. And That's I three had, shows from the end or something, but yeah. <laughs> I know, but I just didn't have time to journal. So yeah, yeah. Um, because the one before that is like in be- my I was journaling in between New York and um, LA. So yeah, yeah. So I'm. But you're right. Atlanta up. was Atlanta was one of those just kind of apex moments yeah. where it just couldn't get any better. Everyone on that tour was really fun there was no punishes which there usually is at least one i know everyone was just just up for it who was the punisher on the tour on tour when you went with chastity belt probably that guy dennis (laughs) oh dennis was the best i I liked him yeah um yeah you guys 
seemed to attract an, a pretty wholesome crowd. Pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, also it was just oh, Kate came along for a little bit. Maybe she I mean, was. Kate's the really fun. Just kidding. No, she's she's just always fun. Um, who there was? I don't ever. I mean, if to be honest, if if a Punisher is someone that really kind of bugs you, um, I mean, you would have to be out of everyone the person that can, can has the has the ability to punish. <laughs> it's in a nice way, like you're actually aware of punishing. Yeah, Whereas it's on purpose. The definition of a Punisher is someone who doesn't know they're doing it. Yeah, but you, when you want to attack, when you want to. Uh, makes yeah make someone feel awkward in a situation you, yeah you have those powers you really do <laughs> by someone do you just mean you because i feel like i'm usually me yeah usually you maybe gretchen too but uh, gretchen but i i enjoy it so that's the thing that's probably mm-hmm. why our relationship does work because yeah um yeah it's um i don't like co- people giving me compliments i'd rather be put down you know uh and you can always find you can always find a little just all the little chinks in my armor, which is yeah, it's entertaining for me. <laughs> yeah, okay. I only I only do it um, to support you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should talk about when Boston when I we didn't know each other, and remember I was thinking, why does Courtney need another band? And you were thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I thought, oh, it there's going to be three acts like that seems unnecessary um luckily we were the second of the three yeah and I, yeah i just walking past your dressing room when you're laughing i was like they, they're they not gonna like these they're it's gonna <laughs> be a music, long couple weeks yeah my music's really gonna drive these guys up the wall um Oh, but, you yeah. know what? I, this is like horrible timing because my um, the people who are landscape landscapers are landscapers. I guess you would say oh, yeah. they're here. They come. I forgot they come every Monday. Oh is no! Is that loud? Can you hear that? I can't hear anything. Okay, well maybe it's fine. Oh yeah, Just in the background, little lawnmower what? action. They yeah. come every week, which seems like overkill. You ha- you have this part of your rent deal. Yeah, it's just our landlady. She wants how the big yard are your, neat. How big are your grounds out there? Like, <laughs> you want some kind of estate? Big. I mean, no, it's just like a front lawn, and I think I guess they trim the bush. I don't know what. Yeah, it'll be you quick because there's not much for them to do. You can't mow the lawn yourself. That's not something that. Maybe, I should suggest that. Um, in exchange for like her lowering the rent. Yeah, yeah. Mowing's I fun. Can do, yeah, I can mow the lawn. I don't yeah. then I'd have to buy a lawnmower though. You got a whipper snipper up there? Excuse me? A whipper snipper. I don't know what that is. How do you <laughs> trim the edges and stuff? Um, with like a pruner, I guess. You or, call it a pruner? I don't know. What are you talking about? It's like this thing and you hold it. It's like a stick. Oh, yeah. I don't know what that's called. Yeah, whippersnipper. Well, that's what okay. the, that's the Queen's English, but, yeah, I'm not mm. sure. Yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah, my dad had one of those growing up. It's pretty mm. fun. So, 
um, we went from Boston <clears throat> to LA, right? Um, yeah. You sound bored, bored by your own <laughs> podcast already. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, do we have to talk about this? <laughs> um, yeah, we went, yeah, Boston, New York. We had like four shows in New York or something. And then um, LA was the next one, but we had time off in between. That's right. And then we ended back in Philadelphia. So so we did Boston, two shows in New York, and then there was a massive gap where we, we all went our separate ways, right? Because mm-hmm. I You took a train somewhere. You kept talking about how you took a train. No, I missed the train. It was one of the oh. worst days of my life. I, <laughs> I had all uh, – well, I, um, Jeffrey Lewis wanted to meet Courtney, and so I facilitated a little breakfast. And, Je- and Jeffrey said, oh, because I said, should I get a cab to the train? He's like, no, nah, no one gets cabs. Just get the, get the, che- the what is it, the subway. Mm-hmm. And um, it just took, there was like delays and I just, I just knew I was going to miss it. I'm running with, you know, I'm carrying all my merch in this backpack. And then yeah. I'm just, yes. Yeah, pulling, pulling out of the <laughs> station. It Sam, was so sad. Now, why didn't you fly you just wanted to enjoy yourself on this because i was going to my next gig was in fort fort worth i think indiana is that right Uh, yeah texas there's no there a fort worth in indiana fort something fort wayne sorry fort wayne oh okay um and uh there was that that you can't fly there you can't fly anywhere near there uh, only on like little commercial like little, like a private plane kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What do you call it? Yeah, charter planes. Um, so it was that was the cheapest way to get there. I was going to get a train to, I think, I don't know. Anyway, it's a long story. So there I was in Manhattan with this massive bag, a guitar, a banjo, nowhere to go. You can't even use a toilet unless you go have a meal somewhere. Like it's, yeah, it was, it was a hard. So I went and saw Mad Max 4. And then got on a bus at 3 a.m. for a full day. That was just, it was just torture. Anyways. <laughs> I want to bring the mood down. but I just feel like normally when you tell a story like that, like I just, my brain would turn off and I wouldn't. But like with the video, like I have to look like I'm paying attention. But yeah. Usually and when with the podcast. Alone, it's just I like, can hear you texting other people. <laughs> At just the mention of catching a train, I'm just like, mm-hmm. I've got to say, though, over the years, you've gotten better at, at just concentrating on when I'm talking. I know I have a m- monotonous voice. I know I have that. <laughs> it does. Um, it's like a soothing voice that kind of yeah. just puts me to sleep. I had someone at university say, you're, you're so monotone. Like, you can't, I can't concentrate on what you're saying. <laughs> um. But over the years, you've have gotten better because at first, when we were in the tour van on that tour, I'd be talking and you would just really nod off, like um, <laughs> in the middle of the first sentence. Really? Yeah, no. yeah. Remember, I used to get really huh. upset. Like, can you just listen to what I'm saying? Yeah, I do remember you getting upset, but I just I think I had a lot on my mind on that tour. You know, I couldn't give you my full attention. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? About what? Not giving what was, you. What was on your mind? Oh, you know, like it was like a big uh, support tour. We'd never 
I think this was before, yeah, this was before Death Cab. So it was like our first big support tour and we d- we'd had done like a few dates with Wire a little okay. bit before that, but you know, it just felt big and we were all fans of Courtney, so I don't know, a lot a lot of pressure. Um yeah. Were you all do you remember the day that you found out you got the tour? Were you all excited that Oh, uh, yeah, we were so excited. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, I probably wrote about it somewhere in my journals. I yeah. would, you would be mentioned in my journal, I would assume, way before. I'm trying to think. Well, definitely when you were uh, mocking me in, in New Orleans. But now that was my memory. Oh, yeah. Of that See, what we should have done is have had you bring your journal. Next time you'll get your journal out. What, two, Do you have two, it with you? Was it in storage? It would be in storage 2015. But. Um, I have my memories of that show is your parents came. That was the first time I met your parents, Barb and Skip. Mm-hmm. I wrote, yeah, I wrote about it here. And I had just played a show in Houston, a backyard show. And, and someone had bought me a little homesick, homesickness package. And it had all this Australian music and, um, CDs and it had, <laughs> um, uh, a bottle of rum, a bottle of Bundaberg rum, you know, little hip flask. Mm-hmm. And so I bought that and I gave, I'm pretty sure I gave your dad a little sip of that. Yeah, he wouldn't stop talking about, oh, Bundaberg, oh. <laughs> like, yeah, I just remember you, him, my dad talking about Bundaberg. But I, I think that was the first time you guys had tried it. We all we all shared it in the band room afterwards and you, got, you just went crazy. Like rum can do that to people. Yeah, I don't think rum is not my alcohol of choice i would say does mm. i don't think any night where i've drank rum has ended well you really blasted off on that night and i was it was it was or yeah, that's when i when i was writing about how i wouldn't stop with the australian accent that was that night yeah but it was it was like a, a toddler that had just had red cordial for the first time you were screaming you weren't just you weren't just um, saying things, you know. You were screaming this accent back at me. Anyway. I, I, well, I, I still find it hard to do an Australian accent unless I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. I don't know what it is. You need more practice. Yeah, I've tried. It's, it's a hard, hard. I, I think it's just not in me. Like, it's just so opposite of my mm-hmm. accent. Well, you you can do the Russian ones and stuff like that. Yeah. You're more Northern Hemisphere, aren't you, with your accents? Yeah, I would say so. I'm because I'm like I'm Russian and Dutch, so it's like more about like the harsher mm-hmm. kind of accents. I think that's that are within me. Okay. Um, You're gonna well, edit out the awkward silences and stuff. Uh, should I? No. <laughs> How much time do we have? I'm just so thrilled that um, you could make time for this podcast. We've got 20 more minutes. <laughs> Your listeners are rejoicing. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to do a part two and three. So have you got any more four. diary entries? Yeah. Um, I do, like, and maybe you want to choose from these. These are all from uh, 2019. I know more. That was the only mention. I, you know what, I was told that 
this podcast is going to be at four o'clock. So I, <laughs> I, I just started reading this older one. Just have a flick through, see what you can find. Okay. It's got to be a. I'm just. Blah, blah. I mean, I don't even have to be mentioned. I'm really interested in your thoughts on the tour. So. Oh yeah, I was gonna I was gonna get to this part where I complimented you, but I might have to edit this out. Darren is really the best. He's so funny, a true teenager at heart. He (laughs) drove a couple days with us and it was really fun having him in the car. He has so many good stories, and then I go on to talk about some gossip that you have about musicians. So I'm not gonna mention. Or maybe I'll you know what, I'll mention it and then I'll use my bleep out because I love doing that. Okay, so yeah. I said, apparently, is a monster, and the bass is from you too. <laughs> I told you those stories, aren't I? <laughs> um, Dallas was surprisingly fun. I got really drunk accidentally, talked to some Texan woman who said I looked like their friend in her youth. <laughs> I don't know why am I writing about this. Um, I went wild with the selfie stick. Oh, yeah, these were like the days of selfie stick. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Austin was great too. We played the Mohawk, which has a really cool outside stage. Um, we, in quotes, bartended before the show. Blah blah blah. It's crazy playing so many shows in a row. We we're playing eighteen straight on this stretch. Right now. Because uh, we don't have a day off till Detroit. Yeah, so we were doing shows on the way to meet up with Courtney, like our own shows on the way to meet up with Courtney. And then our, in between, we were doing our own shows and on the way yeah, back. Yeah, you guys were really doing, big one. doing lots of driving. Yeah. Um, I'm just looking to see if there's any more mention of you, but I think. That was you good. didn't mention um, the convertible? No, no, I didn't. <clears throat> Because I wasn't really writing my journal around then, so. Yeah. But that's um, the thing. I, I try and journal every day too, and it's when you're on tour, it's really hard to. Um, it's hard. The days are just so jam-packed. And that's I the guess, thing. They're, they're perfect for journaling. There's so much yeah. happening. And then when you're off tour, I find myself just doing I, – I do stuff during the day just because I know I need something to put in the journal. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, for a while during quarantine, I was doing a daily journal and it was just so boring. But I had the so, time for it. I had the yeah. time. When you have the time to journal, it's, you're not doing anything interesting. You're doing anything, yeah. You're going to have to get your journal out on on my next episode with you. I will, I will, yeah. Will you do another episode? Are you having fun? It's great, yeah. It's <laughs> well, this might, this also might not be like recorded, so... Um, that would be a shame. That would be a real shame. Well, you could uh, just have um, you'd have my end recorded, and then you could just add your bits. <laughs> oh my god, that's a great. That's actually great. Um, yeah, that's a really good point. Well, okay. so the convertible, um, we went from LA to San Diego, and I had rented a car to get all the way to Tucson, where we were both playing shows on the same night remember but by then Tucson was still very early days we didn't really know each other that well mm-hmm. early remember? days yeah and so I get to the um the car rental place and they said 
for an extra $10 a day, we, you can take this Mustang convertible, <laughs> a midlife crisis on wheels. And um, you can't turn that down. Like these, these are the things in America that is such, a, you know, these amazing experiences. They took one look want. at you and they were like, yeah, we're going to sell him the, <laughs> Get that guy. the convertible. Yeah. That's what he needs. <laughs> and so I rock up to the venue with this convertible hoping that a bunch of you would want to come on the journey, get out of the stinky tour van and, but not, it was just, yeah, just me in the desert listening to um, Super Tramp and um, Christopher Cross. <laughs> um, yeah. I just, we didn't know each other that well at that point And I, it felt like, I don't, I, I just. It's spits skeezy almost having a convertible too like it's not a good look yeah but it was the first one i'd ever driven it was really fun but you realize yeah. the romance of having the top down is just really unrealistic you get sunburnt within so hot months. i don't i don't know a convertible to me isn't that appealing i just nah. you know another part of it i probably was like oh it's so like the wind i don't <laughs> not a big fan of wind just imagine how like wind whipped we'd both be by the time we got to the <laughs> venue like i'm not I'm not trying to mess up my hair. I don't I don't want to get a sunburn. But it's true. I didn't realize this about they're not a it's not a romantic notion having a driving a convertible. It's you can't hear the stereo. You you're getting wind in your face, like there's bugs flying in. You get <laughs> like it's just a nightmare. It's not appealing to me. Yeah. And then we planned to meet up at um was it Zuma or some town like that where there was a Mexican restaurant. We were both getting there around the same oh, time. Oh, and we went to the wrong and I, <laughs> one. There was two restaurants called the same thing. It was a disaster. And I'm sitting there going, they really don't like me. This is- <laughs> we're like, yeah, we'll totally meet you there. And I had one of those little flip phones trying to text you. was, yeah, <laughs> I just it was a nightmare. Oh, man. I'm just going, I just... Fast forwarded to now I'm writing about the DC. I think we played two shows in DC. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> and I was just like, I wrote about how you were singing things in Mr. G's voice. <laughs> At the hotel? Just the whole time we were there. I don't know. That I think that was when we both, we discovered that we um, liked Summer Heights High. Yeah. Oh, we went to, I remember being so hungover going to a museum, the oh, American Art the... Museum. Yeah. Um, Isn't that wild? In, in five years of knowing each other, we've, we've been to that museum twice. <laughs> oh, my God, we have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really that's... funny. We went to a lot of museums last time we were in D.C. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, we did a whole day. Yeah. And I love that portrait in the um uh in the portrait gallery and it, they're, they're all high court female high court judges and they just look like chastity belt. Remember that? Oh yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Isn't Ruth Bader Ginsburg in there? That was stuff? I think she was me. She was meant to be yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then three other gals. Yeah. Um but that oh, was amazing. There was a um, that day, the first day we went to the portrait gallery. There was a minger, mingering mic, 
um, ex- exhibit. Do you remember that? The guy oh, that paints his own record covers. Yeah, that was cool. That was incredible. I loved that. Yeah. Um, do you remember we watched some kind of movie? I said, Gretchen and I went to Courtney's room for a bit to watch this awful horror movie about a Ouija board with her and Darren and Annie. Darren made the funniest comments during the movie. At one point, he was like, ah, oh, she's a media slut. <laughs> Uh, I like I vaguely remember that it was a really bad movie I think we forced Courtney not only did we take over her room again but we forced her to pay for a a movie to watch yeah just put it on your account it's fine (laughs) um yeah well that's like a lot what we only have like 10 minutes left i had all this i have more prepared because i we haven't even gotten to barry see this would have flowed more if you had have been prepared you know i know well you kind of sprung it on me i thought i had a whole another hour to prepare well maybe we can do it again maybe we can just repeat this whole thing well we might have to if it's not recording Mm. yeah we got lots to do Um, but um I just got to say how, yeah, how sweet Courtney was on that tour, how I actually did feel for some, yeah, she's so young and just kind of doing her, you know, I don't know how many tours she'd done in the US before, but I just felt really looked after. Yeah. I remember watching you guys play with her side stage one night and I think one of the mics fell over on Annie's amp or something and she was like ran down and pushed way through the crowd. and. Oh. Got yeah, up and she would, she would watch every night too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like everyone was so supportive. Like, I mean, Dylan was doing our, he did our sound for us yeah, at some yeah. shows, which was really nice. He wasn't being yeah. paid to do that. Mm. And yeah, they would all like share their green room, their rider. Just really nice. They did not have uh-huh. to be that generous. There's sushi. Remember that we got free sushi in that? Oh my god, cupcakes! Yeah, I just yeah, I felt like that wow, was the this is the that, life that you kind of ruined my career. Remember when? Um, was uh, that the one Bob where Boylan Bob Boylan was? <laughs> yeah. And he was watching my show, and you guys were up on this balcony, like those old guys from the Muppets. Just yeah, yelling. I loved that venue because it had like we could just like shout at you from the rafters. And you're like, do mouth trumpet, do mouth trumpet. <laughs> and so I did mouth trumpet and it the audience was just, what? It just killed the show. Like it just, yeah. I don't think it did. I think it added character. But I, what I think you should have done, um, had you known, maybe you would have uh, practiced a little bit. Pract- yeah, I went off a bit. Mouth I was off trumpet. Key. Yeah, it just, it, yeah. The, the timbre wasn't quite there. No, didn't get the vibrato going. I was nervous. <laughs> Could you do a little mouth trumpet now? Redeem <clears throat> yourself? Oh, you know what? I need a theme song for my podcast. Maybe you could do something involving I've been doing trumpet. a lot of mouth trumpet lately. I've got a baby, so... If you could just send me a, like a mouth trumpet track, maybe I'll sing over it. Like okay. Julie's journal. That would that would be good. If you give me the, if you give me a, a melody vibe, I'll do a har- I'll do ha- trumpet harmonies. Mm, okay. 
Yeah, that's something it's to work a, on. Uh, I heard a Michael Hurley song the other day on a, when I was walking in it. He does the whole backing with mouth trumpet, like three-part. Wow. It's so good. It's Har- just harmonizing. Like, I didn't realize how big, how much mouth trumpet he he's done in his career. Uh, impressive, yeah. It's a big part of his, his shtick, his mouth trumpet. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, that's pretty good. I think we got um, you got like a little show there. <laughs> um, I'm the one who wraps it up. Just oh, so you okay. know, yeah. Do, uh, do you have to go now? Is that no? Happening? I thought it was just it was just a good time. You know, yeah. So. Well, we can wrap up the journal portion and yeah. just talk about um, what's what do you have going on? When's your Today, album coming out? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm still doing the artwork. Nearly finished. Today I'm driving two hours to buy a table. Um, I'm really addicted. In this kind of lockdown situation that's been happening, I've become really addicted to Marketplace. Facebook, Facebook marketplace. marketplace. Yeah, I am so not familiar. I'm I buying, don't understand uh, Facebook I, anymore. I tried to look in your area when you, when I heard you didn't know just to see what was, but they won't let they won't let me search America. Oh, really? I can't set that destination. Yeah. But you should huh. do it. It's I don't know. I'm not in the market for anything right now. You just be surprised what you you'll find things you didn't know you needed. Maybe a plant. Like oh, did that, you end up um, getting that weird stone sculpture of the Well, it's a bone. It's an animal bone. Oh. It's got a priest painted on it. Yeah, I I've I've paid for it. I'm gonna need to go pick it up. <laughs> but she's since God. found a sheep a, a sheep skull. So that one's a cow, like a bit of cow cartilage or something. But this one's, a sh- she's found this other sh- sheep skull that's, that's exactly like the crucifixion. It's amazing. And someone's like drawn in the shape of Jesus on the cross on this sheep skull. Where did she find it? I don't know. It's really, I don't know. I don't know if I'm inviting um, some kind of curse into my life by buying this stuff. She had $150 on the cow cartilage. This just I got mean, a it's priest. a one-of-a-kind piece. I just knew no one was going to pay. I waited, waited for the price to drop. So I got, I got it for 50 How big is that? It's about that big. Okay. From the photo, I don't know why, but I thought it was more like. No, no. Piece. It's just like a little. Okay. I don't know what part of the cow it is. It's, yeah. But, um, wow, what are you, where are you going to display it? Do you have big plans? I don't know if I'm going to bring it in the house yet. <laughs> but there's um, <gasps> a Gimpy Bone Museum, so I might loan it to them for a little while. There's I don't think I'm going to buy the Christmas. Bone Museum? Yeah, That's yeah. It's not a thing. I've never been to it, but. Um, Is that a thing, a bone museum? Yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah, I've never been to the actual place, but. Um, I thought if I, if I get this, I'll take it out and see if they're interested in displaying it. <laughs> I've got weird little art pieces all around the world that I just haven't been able to carry home. I've got that giant clay head in. You've got Pinocchio. I've got You've Pinocchio. Got Humpty Dumpty somewhere. Did Humpty you ever Dumpty's find Humpty Dumpty? He's in Alice Springs still. <laughs> <laughs> the homemade Humpty Dumpty. Uh, yeah, that was quite a piece where's yeah, pinocchio so pinocchio's in melbourne i'm gonna go collect pinocchio soon 
but I keep I keep seeing more Pinocchios. I I think I'm going to start a whole collection. Yeah, you should. I I have my little guy. Yeah, yeah. My little Pinocchio somewhere. You can almost buy life size. I mean, Pinocchio as a character wasn't that tall, but um, you can buy big, like ten times what he his height. Yeah. Oh, bigger than life size. Bigger than life super, size. Super sized. Super sized Pinocchio. With different different nose lengths as well, depending on what he's what lies he's spinning. Yeah, yeah. You should start a collection. Got so much stuff. I've been selling stuff too on it though. That's quite addictive. Do you say addicting or addictive? Um, I think I say addictive. Addictive. Yeah, a lot of Americans I've noticed say that's really addicting. I think maybe I say it both ways. I, I'm not sure. Addictive. Yeah. Oh, it's addictive. Yeah. So I bought this van the other day, another van, the bigger one, and it had um, an old microwave in it. And I put it on Marketplace for 20 bucks and I sold it within like an hour. And that, that gave me the fever for selling selling stuff. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I sold a bunch when I moved down to LA. It's a good feeling, isn't it? Feels good. You sold the chastity belt couch. Mm-hmm. $500. And someone drove a long way to get it. Yes. Like the guy who bought it flew up from Southern California and then mm. rented a van and drove it down. I love that couch. It's a good couch. I miss it. It's, but I've had some of the best sleeps um, on that thing. Yeah. It's, it's really comfortable. Yeah. Where did it come from? What's the history of it? It was from when I moved to Seattle. Um, I was living with Lydia and a couple other people, and Lydia was the one who donated that couch to the yeah, house. Yeah. It was yeah. so it came from her family. Her family has a lot of like nice furniture, but yeah, it's just kind of a statement piece. And mm. when she moved out, she didn't want to take it with her, so um, it just kind of lived on and then Stacy our friend Stacy Peck um was maybe like the first one who made it famous because she she did a music video for Seattle Party and she was like <coughs> let's do the the concept of the video is you're just gonna carry around this couch everywhere so it was a lot of work actually but it was a yeah. good concept I think um and then we decided that the couch kind of was like our mascot and that's how the album cover came about. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a gem. I reckon there should be a couch museum somewhere. From all the famous couches that are on album covers. I can think of two so I far, know. but I bet I there's more. I think at this venue in Seattle, um, the Vera Project, I feel like they have some famous couches there, like maybe a Nirvana couch and a singles couch, movie singles. Really? I might be making that up. They have some famous couches there, though. I thought about, like, oh, maybe I could donate this to the Barrier Project, but I don't know if they... So is it a, the Nirvana one? Is that a couch that that they owned, or is, was it on, in a piece of art? I don't know. I might even be making that, like... I feel like half of what I say is bullshitting, so I just don't know. It's, do you not... Is anyone fact-checking this um, podcast? <laughs> the listeners, all the listeners can... Okay, write, 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 write in and fact check. 
And it's Julie Julie's Journal at um, Hotmail or something. What is it? Mm-hmm. Hotmail.com, yeah. Julie's Journal. <laughs> all your, uh, yeah, all your fact-checking can okay. be sent to Julie's Journal at Hotmail.com. <laughs> and someone will definitely get back to you. Have you got an Instagram account for this? Often big podcasts. Oh, no. I'm not going to make another Instagram account. Mm. And I also am hoping that no one will listen or just the people who I want to listen will listen. You're juggling quite a few, aren't you? I have so many social media accounts and I just, I can't. The thought of having another one just chills me. Some fake ones, (sighs) some real ones. Yeah, I have a few Finstagrams. We'll have to get to that later. Yeah. <laughs> we got so much. We'll be more prepared next time. <laughs> yeah, this is just an intro. Yeah. <laughs> um a, yeah, a teaser. I actually have so for next time we're going to talk about Barry and the Outback tour and I actually have uh this voice memo that I found of you and me talking about how much we love Barry. And I was going to play you some clips from it, but it looks like we've run out of time. So yeah, it's, for next time. we've gone over time. Wow. We have. Yeah. Hey, it is recording. I'm getting a little red dot up here. I know. I think, I think I know that it's recording. I just don't know if the audio is recording. Cause I got that weird message saying the audio. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. But hopefully that was, so the video is definitely there. So I might have to just release it as a video. No way. No way. <laughs> it's going up on YouTube. Not with, this, not with this COVID look I got going on. I think you're looking great. Really? Yeah. You think I should keep it, the hair? Definitely. You've got a little bob going on. You know, Actually, um, I think it's longer than a bob now. I saw a Barry photo the other day and we have very similar hair now. You and Barry? Oh, is he yeah. growing it out too? This is going to be like a single white female um, situation with me and Barry. And next time we'll do talk about Barry. But yeah, I better go clean up. Everyone's about Barry. to land. Any final? Dad. Any final words? Where can um, people well, follow a... you? Oh, I don't want anyone to follow me. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Any final words? Um, well, it's just been always a pleasure to talk. Um, I feel like just glad you you're a little more, n- you're a little, you, you don't like when we're just talking on the phone, you just, you're a bit more um, like full on, you know, you could add, you could have a bit of that, add a bit of that to the podcast. Okay. I'll, yeah. yeah. Thanks for the constructive feedback. It's w- really weird um, hearing you be so formal. Uh, <laughs> well, it is a podcast. It's not. A phone call, you know, I I think I'm, I think I'm being pretty natural, but I'm trying to, um, I don't know. I'm also juggling reading my journal while talking and then also while looking at myself talking, which is distracting. So, you know, it's gonna, it's, it's all, it'll be more natural once I figure out how to use zoom. Yeah. Let's let's recreate this whole episode and we'll write some bullet points down. Yeah, let's do it better. We'll just yeah. I'll just scrap this. No, no, don't scrap it. <laughs> okay. Well Okay. It's a pleasure. Thanks for uh, yeah. coming on. Um, no worries. And um keep smiling. All right. Bye. Bye.
You got a whippersnipper up there? Excuse me? A whippersnipper. Cheerleader.